all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to this Bloomberg Quint podcast with me, Alex Matthew. Here's a check on the international markets. US stocks fell the most in seven weeks, with the S&P 500 having fallen as much as 1% during the session. It settled at nearly half a percent lower than the previous close. The stock retreat comes a day after Republican Senators Jeff Flake and Bob Corker publicly criticized President Donald Trump just as he tries to push through big changes in the US tax code. The dollar spot declined 0.2% as the euro climbed as much as 0.5% ahead of today's ECB meeting. The European Central Bank is expected to announce a reduction in the size of its monthly bond buying at its policy meeting. In the US, orders for business equipment increased more than forecast in September, pointing toward economic growth for the quarter. Also, new home sales in the US rose nearly 19% on a month-on-month basis in September, as against a Bloomberg estimate of a 1.1% drop. Now, Asian stocks have opened mixed, with the Nikkei trading positive and both Australian and South Korean benchmarks in the red. And here's some more international news. We're getting closer to finding out who the next Fed chair will be. President Donald Trump has decided against appointing National Economic Council Director Gary Cohn to lead the Federal Reserve. That's according to a Bloomberg report. According to another report, he has also said that he is thinking about giving Janet Yellen another term as US Fed chair. Now, North Korea's ambassador called on the UN Security Council on Wednesday to urgently discuss the recent US joint naval exercise near the Korean Peninsula. He called it preparation for a preemptive strike and nuclear war against his country. Let's look at some of the biggest updates from back home now. The Supreme Court has declined to allow JP Associates to hive off its Yamuna Expressway project but gave it more time to deposit the stipulated 2,000 crore rupees in order to cover the liabilities of JP Infratex home buyers. The centre has informed the Supreme Court that it is willing to extend the deadline for mandatory linking of Aadhaar to avail benefits of various government schemes to March 31st next year. This will, however, only apply to those who do not yet have an Aadhaar card. The centre's record bank recapitalization plan won't do anything to address inefficiencies at state-owned banks. It will, however, help to dig them out of financial trouble and boost competitiveness, according to brokerage Credit Suisse. Now, the Reserve Bank of India asked HDFC Bank to classify a contentious loan as non-performing in the September quarter. That led to the jump in its provisions. New India Assurance has set a price band of 770 to 800 rupees per share for its 9,600 crore initial public offering, which opens on November 1. And finally, the Maharashtra government's attempt to conduct online registrations for farm loan waivers has led to a good deal of confusion, as many as 100 farmers have been found linked to a single Aadhaar number. Here's Darshan Mehta now with the outlook on today's trading session. Not the best cues coming in from the global markets, Darshan. Will the bulls manage to keep the rally going today? Good morning, Alex. Yes, you're right. Uh, the US markets were weak. Uh, the SGX Nifty is indicating a downtick. But you never know. Today's expiry for the FNO. So anything can happen. Uh, as far as what you can watch today, uh, Nifty results. Yes, Bank is the only one that will come out with numbers. But a couple of interesting mid-caps, uh, Biocon, Crompton Reeves, uh, Electrical, Cummins, Equitas, India Bulls Ventures, Jubilant Foodworks. So all these companies will come out with numbers. What you have to watch out for were a couple of companies that came out with numbers after marketers. So among the strong numbers was RBL Bank, PNB Housing, Engineers India, Quest Corp, Agrofoods, Everest Industries and Sinjin. 
HUL and Mindtree were pretty much in line, but Exide, M&M Financial, PI Industries, Tata Communication, and Aztec Life, these were, these were the weak numbers. I'll watch out for HDFC Bank for two reasons. First of all, the ADR was down 6% yesterday. And secondly, the RBI has asked the bank to classify as one of the accounts as NPA. So probably this will come in in the third quarter. GVK Power has confirmed it's received the order for the Navi Mumbai Airport. Naukar Corp uh, QIP opens today. In terms of some bulk deals, JB Chemicals, Kotak Mahindra AMC sold in almost 6 lakh shares. Very interesting trends coming in from the IPO space, Reliance Nippon uh, AMC. On the first day itself, it got oversubscribed 4.6 times. So it's day to today. Uh, in insider trades, Mavana Sugars promoter Siddharth Shriram again sold in almost 1.1 lakh shares in the open market. So that's something I'll watch out for. It's happening for the past two days. And IRB Infra comes in the FNO band and BEML and HDL are the counters that go out of the band. But uh, there's lots more in terms of detailed analysis in all these stocks and you can read them on our website www.bloombergquint.com. Thanks so much for that, Darshan. Now, that's all we have for you on this podcast, but do log on to Bloomberg Quint Live over the course of the day for all the live market action. That's on the website bloombergquint.com, on social media pages or on the Bloomberg Terminal. Also, let me know what you think about this podcast. If you like it, well, share it with your friends. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. This is Alex Matthews signing off.